0: This is Catalog and Cocktails, presented by Data.World.
1: Let's okay. move on to our lightning round uh, presented by Data.World. So I'm going to kick it off. First one Should all data practitioners go through a data modeling course? Um,
0: yes, but I think it's all IT workers.
1: Oh, so not data. Okay, uh, all IT workers to understand
0: mm. the nature of data and all these things we've talked about and how to read a data model. Mm. I might be biased,
2: oh, I like though. That. I like that. I write it. Yeah, if we could, we, we'd love to have everybody actually take the data course, uh, make that mandatory for everyone. Um, so next lightning round question. Do you find that the interest in transformation tools like DBT and and some of the new associated roles like analytics engineer, mm-hmm. has that been helpful to data modeling?
0: Well, it hasn't heard it, so let me say, I'm going to say yes, (laughs) like for sure this one's easy because every, as every profession matures, it realizes it has a need for specialists in certain processes and roles. I know the Agile community disagrees because they want everyone to be a generalist. Um, No other profession in the world works that way. So I don't know why ours would work that way.
2: The full stack data yeah. person it is an exciting prospect but it does help in some of these areas
0: yeah but even when they say full stack they don't mean data
2: yeah <laughs> well now there's like a full stack within data too right But
1: oh yeah yeah all right question will graph databases and graph technology make start making data modeling easier
0: uh, I'm going to say no to that, but not because I'm anti graph database or graph processing. I think it's just a new set of tools and processes and thought patterns that apply to data stories that are absolutely about the relationship between things and therefore it's optimized. It's optimal to use graph thinking and graph tools to do that data, but not all data is ha- emphasizes the relationship between them over just the data
1: yeah i i i, I tend to agree with you because well i mean gra- graphs my life And so i will say that uh, modeling will be is i mean the way you model things is the way you access it but when you but still yeah. thinking about Generalized uh, contact mechanisms and all like that yeah. still exist, and you still have to go through that process. We yeah. We're talking about regardless of this graphs yeah. relational, so yeah, yeah, uh,
2: that's
1: For why sure. I, I tend to agree. All right, Tim, last one.
2: So, last question Will data modeling ever become easy?
0: <laughs> I think it's easy, no. <laughs> um. No, it's an art and it's,
1: science is what I say,
0: yeah. So that's a setup, softball. I know, but until the world gets easy, data modeling won't be easy,
1: which, <laughs> therefore, no, it's not, and it will not.
2: Be. So that we'll take that as a no. <laughs> All right. Well, TTT, Tim, take it away with our takeaways. Awesome. Well, this was such a great discussion, Karen. Really appreciate it. Um, You know, some of the big things that really came away for me were, you know, experts often think that data is simple. And if they could just approach it in the right way, then uh, then easy, easy. But they're really only thinking about a small part of the overall iceberg when they say something like that. And I loved your comment that um, uh, from the book that uh, you know falsehoods that programmers believe around names and you know things like names are never going to change, right? That that's that's not true, right? And there's there's a bigger picture here. There's a lot that's underneath the water in terms of that iceberg. And a big chunk of our conversation today involves some stories and really thinking about the trade-offs that you need to make around sort of constraints and how you're collecting the data, how you're storing the data, things like around default values, right? There's pros and cons of that. Uh, Nulls, um, what you called faux nulls, right? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Optional versus required information, Um, having a global perspective versus just a single region. Uh, The semantics of what you're asking for, Um, things like corner cases, like maybe it happens infrequently enough, like Juan mentioned that, like, maybe maybe that maybe we don't need to worry about that, right? Uh, Performance considerations, either real ones or just perceived ones. Um, and then the use cases that you're using the data for. So, and and there were others as well, but all these trade-offs are really interesting and make for really, really important decisions that we have to make as, as data modelers in our organizations.
1: And I got a couple of quotes that you had here, like, uh, just exceptions, are not really exceptions. <laughs> I love that. Um, and w- you, you said already a couple of times, if you want the model to be simple, we'll make the world simple. And that's not gonna happen. So it's you have to live with this complexity. You have to embrace complexity. Mm-hmm. Uh, one man's lookup table is another man's universe. And I think this is another <laughs> very important thing that we like, oh, well, yeah, that's a simple thing. Or, but no, this can have so much other implications need to be governed in a different way. So that, 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 I really love those quotes you had. and. We were kind of starting to find all these best practices that from our conversation. So we really need to consider these trade-offs very carefully. This is mm-hmm. something that should not be taken lightly. And when we look, consider these trade-offs, we really need to get the business folks, the subject matter experts, the application developers who are gonna go do something with the create applications of the data and get them involved in those trade-offs and those decisions. Mm-hmm we need to check the shape of the data if you happen to go do an average on the on, on, on dates of from birth dates and they're 200 years old well guess where there's a, there's problems in that stuff and we really need to go document uh, what these trade-offs are what the decisions what this stuff actually means right yeah. and that's where things like data catalogs will come into place because that's where we want to put all this stuff together yeah. and I really one of the one of the main takeaway I'm having here is this generalized modeling. And it's this balance between the generalized and specific and actually uh the generalized is 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 thinking with change in mind and also kind of preparing kind of for this resilience and future proof and connecting with so many of the other conversations we've had i think there's also something very interesting that happens when they look at the data mesh right and this balance between centralization and decentralization mm-hmm. those are our takeaways how do we do
0: really good i wanted to throw in one that every good design decision comes down to cost, benefit, and risk. And if you are debating with someone on what path to take, if you can express the cost, benefit, and risk of not just your side, but all the other options, management's going to lean towards you because you sound like you understand the problem and all of their trade-offs.
1: That is gold. Cost, benefit, and risk. Yeah. Uh Karen, back to you. Two questions. One, what's your advice about data, about life open ended? (laughs) And second, who should we invite next? Okay.
0: So the first one is like, I think I just gave my advice about cost benefit and risk, but I would say data lasts longer than code. So you have to treat it better than you do software. So think about that. And then the person next so I don't have a name per se but a role if you haven't had someone on there I would love to have you talk to someone about the rapid changing data requirements during the pandemic in the health field so not just about data during covid but having to respond to everything changing about a business so I mean, I can think of some people, but I'm reluctant to name them because it might be compelling them. <laughs> but we, that's we what will, I'd like to see. And if we, you want to celebrity, you should talk to Lynn Silverston, who is a data modeling book author. And all right. Is- well,
1: we, we will definitely be following up uh, with some of the uh, names that you can recommend because I think that's an interesting topic. And- Uh, this is again i really am looking forward to be able to go see you in person again have this conversation more on like let's talk about horror stories uh this is dealing with gnolls and all this missing data is something that i've been very fascinated as i mentioned to you where we we have this university this research project that we're we're, presenting the results about a big survey that we did with data practitioners about what do nulls actually mean and mm-hmm. i can tell you that's all over the place so i can't <laughs> wait to get that karen thank you so much for your time today this was fascinating discussion uh, thanks to data Art world for supporting cattle and cocktails every day because yeah i get to have cocktails or, yep. or whiskeys every wednesday and chat with cool people like you karen okay. thank you so much cheers,
2: cheers Karen. cheers